We are back. We are in the building. This is the Kicker and the Outlaw today, featuring once again on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, the villain. So today it is the villain and the outlaw. And now we're going to do a segment called Reintroduce Yourself. So, David, reintroduce yourself to the 12 Ounce family. Welcome back, people. It's the villain in the building again. And I'm. What, what are we going to, what you want to do today, Jess? We're going to talk a little bit about this, uh, about this uh, Thursday night football game, this this, this beatdown the Titans are about to put down on these little swamp kitten people again. Oh, there he goes. You know the villain is already back because he is already talking noise about teams in the AFC South, and I can't wait to see what he has to say about this. We're going to jump in. And so let me go ahead and find my schedule because I am trying to figure out if we are on the air. So if you would tweet at us and let us know. Oh, Ian just says the show goes on. Intro got me. So that means we are live on the radio. I don't have to waste any time. Let, hey, Ian. So Ian had to work today. So there's probably going to be some jokes at his expense just because he's not here. And that's how we roll. But that's our brother. He kind of put all this thing together. Got us both on the air. Um, it used to be on that show that just got off the air, but you know, shout out to them. And so, oh, there's all of Ian's picks. And so, we have reintroduced the villain. I am Jesse James, the outlaw. You can find me at Twitter at jwillsportsguy. And you can find us at on Twitter, if you give me one second, because I am not prepared. I am going to go ahead and you can find us, the kicker and the outlaw show. You can find us at ko underscore sports talk. So, without further ado, we are going to jump into these NFL games once again as I pull up these results. And to be honest, we got picks of me in today. So, we're going to let you know. I'll give the matchup. I'll give you the spread as of today. It's probably going to change, and then I'll give the over and over. You ready? Sure. All right. So, starting off in your neck of the woods, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. Being honest with you, man. Like I said, I think we're going to win this game. Jacksonville has proven that they're not a very good team this year. Tennessee's nothing if not inconsistent. Because, honestly, with Tennessee, you you don't know what team is going to show up one game to the next. You really don't. Because you have the games where we show out and blow out Dallas on national TV, turn around, blow out, and then go back-to-back, actually. Actually, yeah, go back-to-back, blow out Dallas, then blow out New England, then turn around and lose to uh, Indy or somebody like that. You know, it's like like the, the better example. We beat we beat those two this this year, and then we lost to the Buffalo Bills. Like, <laughs> like th- this team is so darned inconsistent. Like, it, it drives me absolutely insane. But with that said, I just have this odd feeling tonight we just have this thing with Jacksonville. It's just sometimes you just have a team's number. It, it doesn't make sense sometimes. But it can, don't matter how good a team is. Sometimes they can just get beat by one certain team. Absolutely, absolutely. And so the way I look at it is uh, now. Now, who are you picking in this game? Tennessee. You're picking Tennessee. And so. Oh, Ian's sending me a text right now. I've got Tennessee in this game a little bit by default just because I think that Jacksonville isn't that good this year. I think that uh, the Titans, 
listen, Mariota has not been the issue for you guys. And so with the way I'm looking at how things are going is that I believe that Tennessee will win this game. I think it'll be close just because it's an in, it's, it's a rivalry game. These games are almost always close between those two, though. And it's also on Thursday Night Football, so I think that's going to play a factor into that. By the way, Jacksonville's 4-8, and eight, Tennessee is 6-6. Six and six. And the thing with Tennessee is y'all have to win every game for the rest of the season to have even a chance at the playoffs because I played around with the ESPN machine and... Ian's saying some crazy stuff on the Twitter page that I can't say on air or, you know. But anyways, so yeah, I got Tennessee in this game. I'll take it. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I got them 17-9. to I don't think the, the Jags get in the end zone. I think Lambeau kicks three field goals. And I think that Tennessee will score two touchdowns and a field goal. I'm trying to figure out. I mean, I'm... I don't know how to feel about offensively on the, in this game. It's like, Cause like I said, it could be one of those games where we both absolutely play like crap and and don't hardly score any, or it could be one of those games where we get our stuff together and actually put some points on the board and blow them out. Like either way, I don't think like you. I'm like you. I don't think Jacksonville is doing much of anything. They have. Everybody knows Blake Bortles and his struggles, but take that into account, he's not even playing. You got Cody Kessler, who's worse, playing. So, I mean, and then you have a beat-up Leonard Fournette, a team that's proven all year long they have no reliable receiving core. Yeah, that, that's a very and, good point. And, and, and their defense is breaking down. Yes, their defense played well last week in keeping uh, Indianapolis to zero points, winning six to zero. But I think that's an anomaly. Yes. That, that now Jacksonville still ranked high defensively, but if you, you if you watched them play it all this year, you know they're not as good. And so, by the way, the over and under in that game, Tennessee is favored by five and a half points. I think that's a little high. I wouldn't be surprised though. I think it, it sounds it's close to about right. I, w- I would have said four, four and a half, yeah. and then the over under is thirty seven. If this game was on Sunday, I think that over and under is perfect. I think that gives you like a 23-15. My math is not good. One thing I can, I am a little more confident because we're playing them at home. Yes. In our in our house, and over the last 12 games, we've played really good football at our house. I, I I'm not sure of the record, but I want to say we were like in the last 12 games at home. I want to say we're like 10 and two or something close to that. Yeah, y'all have been really good at home, but we got to move on because we got some other things to talk about. But you got your tight, and this is the, this game is tonight, so tune in to I guess NB, well, Fox. They play they play Thursday night on Fox now, don't they? Uh, ESPN, I thought. No, I think it's Fox. Either way, it's tonight. Yeah. Yeah, so they My get the game. prediction, by the way, is thirty-one to thirty-one six. Okay, and Ian's also got the Titans, so which means the Jags will probably win because whenever we all pick one thing, then it always happens to go the other way. Yeah. You really you ready to talk about a game that nobody except for uh, Steffi tweets? By the way, give her a shout out because she's one of my I don't know if she's one of my fans, but she uh, likes and tweets a bunch of stuff that we say, and so uh, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> exactly. Oh yes, and the game is on Fox. Thank you, Ian. And so and that boy got get fired from his job listening to us. But uh, let's give me a quick shout out. So at Steffi tweets, it's your Buffalo Bills, dude. The Jets at the Bills. 
let me pull this nonsense up real quick. So Buffalo's favored by three and a half and the over and under at 38. How the hell are they going to score 38 points in this game? I don't see it. I mean, I Darnold's coming back. I don't see either one of them scoring over, over 18. I think the Bills could because their defense has been deceptively good. The Jets, Todd Bowles up out of there. Like, I mean, they're... You can't be a defensive guy and have been bad on defense as they've been. I mean, y'all were y'all were losing 16 to zero last week, and y'all just came back and and I know y'all got some help, but they're losing a lot of games at the end, and they're losing a lot of games by giving up big plays. So I've got I've actually got Buffalo winning this game, 24 to six, just because I think Josh Allen's going to give you probably two rushing touchdowns. It's kind of been his thing all year. He'll throw for about a buck 70, and Buffalo Bills fans will think that he's Jim Kelly. Uh, I don't. I think that Buffalo's is going to be the same Buffalo that we've seen all year. They're going to be a pitiful offense. They cannot move the ball. Make make up too many turnovers. That Jets defense is actually really good. Dude, that, dude, dude. To your point, I'm I'm going to give you props right now. The Buffalo Bills have only scored 178 points all year. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Steffi tweets, but 178 points. Do they have a negative 150? Dude, you gotta think though. Yes, they only have that many points, but look how many turnovers they had because of Nathan Peterman by himself. It's hard to score points when you're throwing the ball to the other team every time. Did you know that Nathan Peterman has as many touchdowns in his career as he does pick sixes? That's not surprising. Um, shout out to Nate Peterman. There's a show on this network that has a uh, an award named after you. I made a joke about Tua, the Alabama quarterback, real quick related to that. And someone's like, man, how do you think Tua's in the NFL? I said, listen, if Tua keeps throwing into triple coverage like he in the NFL, like he does in college, they're going to have a radio show with an award named after him. Um, cause, But I think Tua's going to be fine. Anyways, we're off topic. So who do you have in this game? Jets. Oh, okay. 20. Uh, actually, I said I don't think either one of them will get anything. Actually, yeah. I, I, I'm going to stick with that. I think that – I think it's going to be – I think this is going to be a 13 of – 13 to uh, 6 type game. I really do. Right on. Um, I'm trying to figure out if our recording is coming off from the right stunt, but that's that's the least of our worries. Um, playback level. This is recording how, level. Alright, that's recording Jets, level. Oh, because we're recording. Like that's how right. the Jets even got 20 plus on us last week is just, I don't even understand how that happened. That. Well, they were up 16 nothing. Did they score after that? What was the score? They had one more touchdown, I think. Okay. It was like 26 to 22, I think. Something like that. All right. So, Ian, I don't want to spend a million years on this. Ian's also got the Bills. So, the villain is proven to be a villain once again by picking against the grain, which is fine, though. Like, we don't want to agree about everything on here. And uh, hopefully, you know, I don't uh, get too and emotional. I have my reasons, and y'all very well know that I'm a Sam Darnold fan, so that plays a little bit into it. But I think that he's steady enough to help him win the game. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo scored 200. I mean, I'm sorry, the Jets have scored 243 points this year, giving up 307. Buffalo's got a decent defense, but I mean, yeah, it's, what, hard, to, it's hard to stay remain good on defense whenever you're off. Constantly on the field. Right, and you do know that the Jets are one and five on yes. the road. Yes. Oh, you didn't know they're, that? They're terrible. Well, he just knew they were terrible. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so let's move over to another game because some of these games I want to talk about a little more in depth, and some of these games are just trash because we got some good ones coming up. We've got the 
Um, Panthers at the Browns. Carolina's favored by two, which is interesting on the road. And they're, and the over-under is 47. Ian says that the Bills are number two in total. D, it doesn't matter because they're, their offense puts them in holes. But, yeah, I mean, okay, the Bills do have the second-best defense. Ian is out here, like, tweeting all kind of stuff. And the Jets and the Bills are both bottom five offense. Yeah, but yeah, I would take Sand Arnold. I mean, Josh Allen is kind of hard to judge him this year because... I, I, would take, I would take Sand Arnold and Robbie Anderson over anything that Josh Allen and whatever scrub receiver the Bills have will give you. I don't know any of the Bills receivers. Exactly. I mean, they did have Kelvin Benjamin at one point. And Andre Holmes or whoever that is. They would just cut both of them, so... Their best percentage. I'll take. Okay, I'll put it this way. I'll take John. Uh, I'll take Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson over what Josh Allen and Zay Jones will give you. Yeah, Zay Jones is our leading receiver. Hmm. And uh, Lashawn McCoy hasn't actually been that good this year either. But I mean, it's kind of hard to run when your quarterback's throwing interceptions and you're always losing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take Buffalo. But let's get back to. Carolina at Cleveland. Dog pound, baby. You think so? Yes. I mean, the game's at home. I, I think that that Carolina team has quit. I really do. I think I think, I think think Ron Rivera's on the verge of being fired. I think that Panthers team has given up. I don't think they believe in that, in that system anymore. And I don't think that they're going to win this game. I think they lose this game by at least two touchdowns. Wow. I've got... And I'm, and I'm sorry to my buddy Tyson and our buddy Chase Gage, who's a uh, who are both Panther fans. Oh, I had no idea that Chase was a Panthers fan. I'm sure he told us that uh, at some point. Yeah, I, 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 it feels bad, guys. It feels bad. I, I, I've been there. Well, check out an article that Jesse Williams, that is me, by the way, wrote on 12OunceSportsRadio.com, talking about the prospects of Ron Rivera being fired. And if he loses this game, it's pre- I think it's pretty much a done deal. They won't fire him midseason because he's been to a Super Bowl and the sky isn't falling that far, but they were 6-2 and two and now they're 6-6. Six and six. I'm also going to take... See, I wish that we would, like, make each other... Like, I wish we, there would have to be a bet on every game, like a push-up or sit-up bet or something stupid because, you know, I'm not, I'm not rich. Because I really want to take the Browns in this game, but I think the Panthers are going to play desperate. I think Cam's going to bounce back from that four-interception game and I think they're going to win. He won't play as bad as he did last week. The Browns' defense ain't good enough to make them do that. But I think this, I think this is gonna be, I think it's gonna be a beat down for for the Browns. I, I think that it's gonna be. I'm gonna go 38-17 Cleveland. You think Cleveland's gonna score 38 points? I do. I think that, like I said, I think that Panthers team has quit. I don't think they believe anymore, and I think that they're they're done. I, I, I think they're checked out. I, I'm not totally against that premise. I just think that, well, I take that back. I totally forgot that. Isn't Greg Olson out for the year? He's back, I think, but I, I don't. Uh, he's he's not the same. Didn't Fuentes get hurt? Fuentes, yeah, no, he's he's playing. But I mean, they just don't have a receiving game. They have Christian McCaffrey and they have Cam, and that's it. and they have a trashy offensive line that doesn't block anybody. 
And it, I, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see him sticking around in this game. I just don't. I just don't. I see Carolina winning maybe, maybe one more game this year. Maybe. I think they're. I think now. I do believe they're going to lose both the games to the Saints. Oh yeah, they're definitely. Uh, Devin Fuentes. Oh, that's November. Funches. Why do I keep wanting to call him Funches? This ain't even up to date. Okay, whatever. Whether or not those guys play, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Carolina. David's got the Browns and uh, Ian the Absentee, as we're going to call him today. He cast his absentee ballot today for Carolina. <laughs> hey, pretty witty, huh? Pretty witty, huh? They didn't, they didn't seem to like that back, you know. You know, we won't, we, we won't, we won't rehash all things. We got the Falcons at the Packers. Green Bay is a 5.5 favorite at home, and the over and under is 50 and a half. Well, I mean, that's 26-24. No, that's like 28-27. My math is terrible. a lot to ask of that Packers offense right now, though, to get 20-plus. Yeah, because they would have to get 20-plus and win. My question is, do you think Aaron Rodgers goes out here and tries to ball in spite of, like... You know, they just fired Mike McCarthy. You think he's going to come out here and try to show out and be like, well, I didn't need Mike McCarthy this whole time. What do you think? I think it's going to be a slugfest of sorts for a little bit. Uh, I think I think it'll be a slugfest in the first half, but then I think that the, that the Packers offense goes back to what the Packers offense has been all year long, and that's just medium. Or mediocre as hell. Mediocre. <laughs> And right down the middle of the road, and that thing's spectacular. You know, Aaron Rodgers is my fantasy quarterback, and he has been very disappointing this year for me. He's one of my fantasy quarterbacks in one of my leagues. You know, he's got like 20-something touchdowns and like one interception, and everyone's like, oh, he's having such a great year, and it's like, bro, he has a, he leads the league in throwaways. He has the lowest completion percentage of his career, and if he, you watch the games, he's not been good. He, he kind of gets that Mike Trout-type treatment, too. He's like what... He's kind of like what LeBron and Mike Trout both get in their respective sports. Because if he does anything, he gets he gets talked about. Like, hey y'all, y'all 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 did see Dave over here like trying to bait me into a LeBron conversation, right? Y- y'all seen that? <laughs> y'all seen that? I did not. I did not try to do that. I was just making a comparison. I, I, I get what you're saying, but uh, I, th- I think I think LeBron gets criticized way more than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, but see, the media is starting to turn on Aaron Rodgers now. Did they see how much is a selfish? Yeah, exactly. Hey, it's okay, guys. David did not lean toward the mic and say, let me tell you something. That's when we know we're about to go off the road. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no, just playing. Man, it's good to have you back, dude. So, uh, I've got the – who you got winning this game? Falcons. I've got – I'm going to go 35-24 Falcons. On the road in cold green, Bay. Yeah. Okay. Julio game. Julio game. Uh, well, Ian also has the Falcons, and I haven't made any, like, pre-game picks or anything because, well, I like to kind of think about things on the fly. I have Ian's picks right here, and I keep looking at them on my phone. I'm trash. Anyways, so, yes, I will, I will, for every once in a while, if you haven't listened to the show, I will refer to myself as trash when I am trash. (laughs) Oscar the Grouch looking bleep, 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 you know, stuff we can't say on the radio. So, um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Packers, and I'll tell you why. If they can't shred this awful Atlanta defense at home, the the, the Aaron Rodgers... Now, now give, look, I will give Aaron Rodgers one thing this year. 
He did hurt his knee the first week of the season. Has been playing hurt all year. I will. That's a real thing. Now, yeah. All the all the throwing the ball out of bounds. Like Aaron has just got such a weird personality, and I think that people are starting to realize that. Like he doesn't get along with his family. I'm not diving into people's family lives. These are just facts. He didn't get along with his coach. If you talk to players that have played with him, you always see Aaron standing off by himself, not talking to coaches, not talking to players. Excuse me, I got the hiccups at the worst possible time. So I'm going to take the Packers in this game, but I'm going to take them not to cover, which I'm not going to do all that. Do we think they'll cover or not cover? I don't care. I've got a betting guy. Shout out to the primetime sports capper. Um, and I will shout out his Twitter name here in a minute because I don't have it pulled up. So... You, 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 and Ian have the Falcons, and I have the Packers. All right, I wouldn't be surprised either way, though. Um, so what we'll do at the end of the show, we probably won't do this on there, but I'm gonna keep a tally of all these picks for the rest of the season, and then we'll come up with a little like someone's got to go to lunch with somebody, whatever. I think that'd be kind of cool. That way, I can't just be out here making ridiculous picks, and no one ever holds me accountable. Ravens at the Chiefs. All right, before we get into these picks, Kansas City is a six and a half point favorite with a with an over-under. I can't want to say plus minus. The over-under is 53. And that would be a lot higher, except that Baltimore really can't score. And but Kansas City has like besides Cincinnati, Kansas City has one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going with Kansas City. They're gonna destroy Baltimore. Do you, that, that offense has no chance to keep up. None. Zero. Do, do you think Baltimore's defense has any chance to at least slow down Kansas City? They've been pretty good this year. Slowing down a little, maybe, but but it's still going to be. It's not going to be like the Rams game, and it's not going to be like a lot of their games were. But it's still going to be a good score for Kansas City. I that Baltimore offense is bad, bro. Hey, they're real bad, and they just lost Alex Collins for the year. Yeah, and. Hold on, let me make sure I wrote this down right. Ian's got the Ravens. Can somebody find out where Ian works? Actually, I know where he works, but I'm not going to tell y'all crazy people on Twitter where my friends work. Because y'all be out here acting a fool. Um, I don't know what Ian is smoking. And, I, and I'm sure he's going to pull out some defensive stats and all this other mom. There ain't no way the Chiefs are losing this game. Uh, no. Because they know going into this game, all they have to do is shut down Lamar Jackson running. And he is, if Kansas City scores in the 20s, they're going to win. I have no doubt about that. So, I, I mean, I know that Kareem Hunt's, and I don't want to get into Kareem Hunt because I've already covered him on two different, on a show and been talking about this with people for a while. So I don't care. I mean, it's not that I don't care. Like, domestic violence is serious and all that. But I don't want to get into that today because... Everyone has said what needs to be said about Kareem Hunt. The fact is, he's not playing for this football team anymore. And I think that hurts them a little bit, but not in this game. And now, if this game was in Baltimore, I would be a little more leaning toward Baltimore having a chance in this game. Spencer were a career game. You think so? I think so. All right. I wouldn't be surprised. We're going to run through these a little more. Like some of these Patriots at Dolphins. I'm sorry. Yeah, Patriots at the Dolphins. Patriots are a seven and a half point favorites. Patriots. He's got the Patriots too. Do you really want to elaborate on this game anymore? The Dolphins are trash. They're six and six. They're so overrated. And they never beat the Patriots. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> I don't remember the last time they did it, and I think the last time they did, Matt Castle was playing quarterback for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. 
Now, they may have won one like when the starters were resting and they already had the top seed. And if someone knows when the last time that the Finns beat the damn Patriots, you can let me know. I don't really care because that's... All right, so Saints at Bucks. The Saints are an eight-point favorite on the road. The over-under is 55. I've got the Saints. Ian's got the Saints. I think the Bucks have a chance against bad teams. I don't think they have a chance against a really good team. The Cowboys upset them on Thursday night, but to me that's an aberration. Drew Brees had his worst game of the year, and I'm sure the Cowboys fans are going to start running. It's like, we don't ever get any respect. And I'm like, well, win more than two playoff games in the last 25 years, and we'll talk. And so... I don't think that it's going to be particularly close. I think that the Saints the Saints lost the first game of the year to the Bucks, and their defense has kind of improved over the year. And Jameis Winston is still Jameis Winston. He's gone two games without an interception. I don't think he's ever gone three, at least not since his freshman year in college. And so I think it's going to be a blowout. We've all got the Saints. Giants at the R-Words. Mark Sanchez playing quarterback. Ian's got the Giants. I've got the Giants also. New York's at only a three-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, over and under is 41. I just don't think they're... I just don't... I mean, when you're on your third quarterback, this is how Jay Gruden keeps his job. It's because he's always got injuries, and there's always an excuse. So, yeah. they never have a season where they're fully healthy. And when that one season everybody was healthy, Kirk Cousins went to the playoffs. and made a lot of people believe he was an elite quarterback. We'll get to him. Don't worry. He's coming up. And so, Colts at Texans. I know you want to talk about this game. Houston is a five-point favorite. Oh, you're going to have to talk about it, though. Houston is a five-point favorite over and under at 50. Houston's going to win another one. Let's I see. mean, it's just, I hate to say it, but they're the best team in, in the division. I mean, they are. And the, the facts are facts. I think you're right. Somebody on another show on this network said they thought that Andrew Luck was no. going to win the MVP. No. He'd comeback player of the year, maybe. Yes. Now, know. comeback player of the year is the perfect award for Andrew Luck. He, now, he's balling. Don't get me wrong, but they're 6-6. Six six. Yeah. That doesn't get you the MVP in the NFL. Uh, no. The MVP is going to be the Drew Brees or Kirkpatrick Mahomes, maybe Jerry Goff. Those three. Yes. I don't think that's. I think that's now, the I conversation. I don't even want to hear it about Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley's not winning MVP. No, he might win Offensive Player of the Year or something, but he's not winning MVP. Maybe. I mean, he's had, he's had a really good year, but yeah, we'll talk about him more when we get to the Rams. I've got the Texans. We've all got the Texans winning this. I just the Colts seem like they're a year away, and they've won some games, but and someone. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't really remember the Colts beating anybody significant. I'm going to look that up real quick. Actually, I'm not because I don't have time. Um, let's see what the Colts. The Colts are 4-2 and two at home, 2-4 and four in a way. That's, and this, game, this game's on the road. Um, they're 5-5 five and five in the conference. They're just an average football team with a quarterback that's playing really well. And so we've all got the Colts. Bengals at the Chargers. Come on, man. Before you tell me who's going to win this game, do you want to hear the spread? The Chargers are favored by 14. 
Chargers are just that team, though, where they you, they are supposed to win these games, and then they'll just up and just randomly lose to a random team. I got the Bengals. You do know the Bengals have statistically the worst defense in NFL history, Wait, never right? Mind. They lost Andy Dalton, didn't they? Yes, they're playing with Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> we actually were talking about that last week, and we were like, "Where the hell did Jeff?" We knew we knew he went to Florida. Shout out to Chris America. Then went to Louisiana Tech. And then went to Louisiana. Well, that that's what uh, Chris America told us because we were like, "Like, what happened? How did Jeff Driscoll get into the NFL?" And he replied. He played at Florida, was trash, went to Louisiana Tech. I looked up one day, and he was in the NFL. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why they're such 14-point favorites. Uh, my buddy Coop's calling me. He's going to have to wait because uh, I'm on the air. So, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. P- people like to call me during radio shows, which tells you that my best friend don't listen to my radio show, which is fine. So, now we've got Broncos at Niners, Denver's four-point favorites on the road. Just lose, San Francisco. You have no point to winning. Just just keep losing. Just keep losing. Yeah, we've all got... So I'm assuming we've all got the Broncos. Yes. Ian does. All right. So at this time, we are going to take a quick break. This is the Kicker and the Outlaw featuring the villain on 12-Ounce Sports Radio, TuneIn Radio. You can also find our podcast once we load them up on CastBox and on Spotify, among any other podcast app that you may listen to. This has been the Kicker and the Outlaw, and we will be right back after messages from your station, 12 Ounce Sports Radio.